Hey, 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 okay. Hello. Well, Ooh. this it's uh, Mark from MK Ultra Film. How's it going? Skinny from MK Ultra Film. How's it going? It's been a while, and it's been a while. How's it, it going? And it's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. What uh, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Not watching movies. I'll be honest. Uh, I've mm. been I've been watching a lot of TV. And I know that's kind of like uh, taboo on this podcast. We don't like to talk about telly, but I've been watching a lot of uh, cop dramas with um, female, strong female lead detectives. <laughs> Is that what? What? What are you? Am I supposed to know what you're talking about there? No, th- that's just like a. I just I was talking to a friend who um, reads scripts that people uh, have been writing a lot of scripts in the last year and he's been getting sent in lots of scripts and he works for a production company and he says uh, 60 to 70% of what he reads are cop dramas with strong female lead detectives. So, mm. <laughs> and it's a real, if you lose, once you notice, it's fucking everywhere. So I've been watching Mayor of Easttown. Um, I've been watching uh, Redemption. Oh, sorry. Unf- what is it? Uh, it's an ITV one that Anna worked on. Innocent. I've been watching... Uh, that Northern Ireland one with Jamie Dornan is the serial killer. There's lot. Daddy, that where's my dolly? <laughs> that one. Yeah, Daddy, where's my dolly? Uh, so you know, there's lots of them, and I love them all. You love them all. What about uh? Do you remember the bodyguard? Oh no, that wasn't a female lead. That was a male lead. The bodyguard was the lead. Yeah. No. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> what about um? Another one. The big. The killing. I think that was the one that sort of uh, uh, spurred the movement. Um, but yeah, they're good. Like, why not? They're not. They're, they're good. Why not? What yeah. women are good or the shows are good? The show, the whole, the, the, whole, the show is good. <laughs> <laughs> the shows are all good. They're good. Why not put them in the lead? <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm saying I'm, I'm not. I'm not like just figuring out. Wait a second. You know. Uh, no, I'm. I'm saying that the shows are good. It works. Mm. strong yeah lead. i love you you're just like oh one of my friends reads scripts yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny because i think a lot of people in the last year and a half have finished their books and have finished their scripts and stuff like that there was a french publisher who actually said please stop sending us your books because they were getting mm. s- they said they were getting a hundred books a day um jeez yeah and th- and they said like you might think it's finished but just maybe give it another read and uh and give it <laughs> another few months of editing <laughs> well that that's the thing that's the thing uh a lot of people obviously during the the corona pandemic started podcasts too mm. which fucking pisses me off yeah. because we we may not be very big yeah <laughs> and it, it may have the it may have the quality and following of a podcast that just started <laughs> we've been doing this for fucking years <laughs> You're right. You know, we're We've Sarah been about it. Since long before COVID. Yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. wasn't even, <laughs> no one even had imagined it could happen. And we were doing this. And now everyone's like, oh, you do a podcast. Do you agree? I'm like, I've been around for a while. Do you know what? Something funny I realized as well. Actually, twice since we last spoke, mm. someone said to me, I was like having a, I was just being witty, you know. Oh, you are always doing that. As I as I am, and someone said you should do a podcast to me. <laughs> and if there's one thing someone hates to hear back when they say you should do a podcast is I actually already do one because <laughs> they're, they're like, please. <laughs> you can see them immediately shut down. Yeah, they're like don't tell me, man. Don't tell me, man. Please. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten that a good few times, and you go, it's also like, you know, they haven't heard it, they've never listened to it, and it's, it's like if it's your friend or something like that, you're kind of like, well, thank you. You should do a podcast. Mm. Well, actually, and I post about it on my Instagram. You've never mm. listened to it. And, I, and I've been doing it for for years. For years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah to Literally. be fair, uh, we're fairly lazy in sort of the promotion and even the doing of the podcast. <laughs> I actually nearly cancelled recording tonight just because I had two beers and then it made me feel a bit sleepy. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I got, I hadn't eaten any. Di- I realized I hadn't eaten nothing for the whole day. Yeah. And then I've been out in the bed and yeah. I'd had two beers. And then I got home and I was like, oh, yeah. God, I just can't do it. Yeah. But we, here we are. Yeah. Here Good we are. Time. And we're doing it and we're feeling great. Um, I got to say, because I feel like you're sort of, and this podcast as well is sort of where I update you on how my veganism is going. And I got to say, mm. I fell off 
uh, I fell off the truck again. Is that the phrase? I fell off the truck again. Ate some dairy. Uh, for the last two weeks, I've been eating dairy. I am, and I feel bad about it. But I'm tomorrow. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to go back vegan. I'm glad to hear it. And I noticed my veganism is stronger the more uh, consistent we are with the podcast. Interesting. Just because I, you get to check in, and I get to shame. Yeah, you. yeah. That, okay. So I mean, I think shame works quite well for me. Uh, peer pressure and shame. The peer pressure of well, our, our listeners and then the shame from you. What what uh, primary school did you go to? Uh, Dominican convent. Uh, uh, hmm. uh, that sounds like a shame heavy uh, kind of. Very shame heavy. Yeah. Uh, strong. Well, that, that that would explain that. Catholic. I'm just looking uh, up someone. Shame uh, heavy primary school. Liz Liz Sylvester, cousin of my good friend Andrew Cox, yeah. says, "Yeah, the film podcast. I listen to it all the time. They're so funny." Well, listen. So, thanks, Liz. Thanks for the message, Liz. I bet you thought that message that you sent Andrew Cox was uh, a private message. <laughs> well, no, uh, because Andrew Cox screenshotted that message and sent it straight away to both of us. So, just in case you're wondering, yeah. Liz. Mark Zuckerberg isn't the only person looking in on your conversations. MK Ultrafilm have a wide, many spies have many eyes. We, we yeah, have yeah. a wide uh, The amount of, of screenshots we get. <laughs> You'd be disgusted to know the amount of screenshots we get. Um, here, quickly, I left the country for the first time in a year. Yeah. Which was nice. You went to... I went to Geneva. You went to Geneva. So you went from Germany to Austria or Switzerland? Which one? I always mix it up. Which one is Geneva in? Yeah. Switzerland? It's in Switzerland. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if yeah. you went Germany to Austria, it's kind of like, first time you're going to leave a country and you're going to go to a country that's very similar to the country you're already in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Geneva, nice times. Yeah. I went to visit the cousin of Liz Sylvester. Ah, okay, the cousin of Liz Sylvester. Andrew Cox, friend of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it felt it felt surreal being in a different country. I It, it was really strange because the, the restrictions were way looser there and mm -hmm. everyone was drinking and making merry on the streets yeah it's just like oh feels good it looks like dublin is is uh well i've seen a lot of photos There's a lot of trash on the streets which i'm yeah I'm mainly like yeah I, I i honestly i was I, I was one of the people who was standing outside a pub yesterday uh and it kind of felt vaguely normal uh i mm. I, I responsibly got rid of my trash by the way good. um uh, obviously i just gave it to my dad and he <laughs> do you know do you ever you'll notice this with kids like when you're a kid and you have rubbish like let's say you finish your chocolate bar you just give your rubbish to your dad it's just yeah yeah it's yeah. just what you do uh so I, that's what, what i did yesterday um but like it felt it felt kind of normal it, to be honest it was just the first sunny day of the summer and um and mm. i think people got a bit merry but uh yeah people seem to have left their rubbish fucking everywhere so i don't know i don't know no, let's let's not dwell on the rubbish. It's positive times. It's, okay, positive. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's nice though. I do. I have the feeling now that it's certainly in Berlin, and mm. from what I get from people's Instagrams that I see in Ireland, it seems like people are the energy is is good. People have good positive energy. People aren't as depressed. Now. Uh, the because the never ending yeah. lockdown is is finally ending, and that's kind of that feels good. But the one thing and. Uh, and I think it's the same situation in Berlin. The one thing is we do not know when cinemas are reopening. I miss the cinemas far more than I miss the pubs. It's not even close. I just want to be sitting mm. in a big dark room uh, forgetting who I am or what I am for an hour and a half to two hours. And I can't wait till that mm. comes back. Uh, Man, I know. So one day soon, we'll be able to give you proper new uh, you know, films from the uh, blockbuster lineup, from the billboards. Yeah. We have the we have the new ones. We're sorry. What am I saying? We have the outdoor cinemas now. Oh, They're beautiful! Okay, okay. But the 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 what what do you call it? The lineup, the show listings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, they're total shite. Yeah. But hopefully, they'll be better soon. I guess they just need to fucking yeah. get it, get into it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, on the speaking on of note, getting like, into things, um, <laughs> we I could go anywhere here. Uh, James and the Giant Peach. No, I don't know. That was a bad joke. Just like keep going. James and James gets into <laughs> the Giant Peach. I just I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to go for any? Yeah, uh, completely random. I went through a phase of just watching films set in Hong Kong for a little while a while back. Okay. Um, and I watched a lot of Hong Kong movies. 
And then one day I went to put a film on and then Emir said, could we please just not watch something that's not set in Hong Kong? <laughs> so it's ended. But um, so I tonight will be reviewing two films that I thought were particularly good from that weird little Hong Kong phase. That okay, I okay. So it's Hong Kong through. season. Um, and then I just watched uh, a horror and a an old adventure film. Well, it's, I mean, I guess it's old now. And so we've got a nice lineup, uh, but I think we should start with one of the Hong Kongers. Uh, is that what someone from Hong Kong is called? I, that sounds like it might be racist. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I, I mean, I hope not. Uh, and if it was, take it back. No, it's not. Hong Kong. Hold, hold on, I'm just going to look up. Hong Kongites. What do you call someone? A Hong Kongite? It sounds like we're getting into murky territory here. Yeah. Anyway, here's the film. It's <laughs> called The first film I watched was called Hard Boiled. It was recommended to me my, by my friend Ralph. It's directed by John Woo. Um, okay. And here we go. Let's go. Just watched Hard Boiled. Uh, film, how do you say from Hong Kong? A Hong Kong, Hong Kongese? A Hong, a Hong Kong movie from 1992. Um, action film. And it was very, very good. I was intrigued. Our friend Ralph sent me the trailer ages ago and I always wanted to watch it because I'd never seen so much shooting in a trailer for a movie before it's just non-stop shooting the whole trailer and then I watched the film and it really lived up to to what the trailer showed me it had just so much shooting like just you know in films where like the magazines and guns just don't end and also for some reason some guns are just machine guns even though they look like handguns they're just like but it was so good. Like it was, it was an action film. It was really stylish. Like there's loads of lads, like loads of cool scenes that like lads on scramblers and like formation scramblers and all the lads are really cool and everyone smokes loads. Uh, pretty much every scene is like smoky from just lads smoking or explosions. And there's just lots of like, yeah, like lads like doing flips over tables and like doing real cool, like dismounts from bikes and shit. And yeah, it was just great. It was like, an, I was saying to Emir, it was like an American action film, but like, but it had more themes of like honor and betrayal and, and, um, I don't know what else, honor and betrayal. Uh, and it was just fucking great. The, the, there's a scene in a hospital. There's like a big shootout in a hospital, which is actually like so horrible. <laughs> like people in like so many innocent patients get killed and then the the maternity ward becomes this kind of central thing where they're there's simultaneously this enormous shootout in the hospital going on but then they're trying to evacuate all the babies from the hospital and then there's other scenes of like lads carrying babies while simultaneously having to like shoot people and stuff and you're just like fuck little baby um and then there's like kind of a real climax like baby related intense action scene where a guy is like holding the baby and has to do a lot of fucking crazy shit it had elements it had some elements of like pierce brosnan era james bond some diehard bits to it for sure and then a lot of it really reminded me of like some video games i've played where there's some lads who are just inexplicably way stronger than the other lads and the only thing that distinguishes them is like they have an eye patch and you're like oh the eye patch lad is like he's really fucking gonna be tough to beat you know but it was so i'd really recommend watching it it was it was just uh it had a lot of good stuff to it just very very good movie that yeah i like that one a lot it was uh my i'd say my, like now in hindsight i'd say my only critique of it is like it's quite a lot like it's quite a lot to take in like it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> full on the whole thing it starts with heavy action and okay just it just maintains full adrenaline for the whole time but it's it's really good like i wouldn't it it it's not like a you know jason statham or or like any of those action films it seems like like they wanted to make an actual like really good movie and okay choreography and stuff is just like is it is there much of a plot or is, is there time for a plot with all that shooting going on yeah there's a lot there is a, there's like a it's funny because I watched three, three films. That one was the first one, and then I watched two others, and they all have the same main actor. And the plot of all of them is basically the same. <laughs> where he's like an undercover policeman who doesn't want to be an undercover policeman anymore. Okay. And he's on his last mission, mm -hmm. and his uh, 
partner has just been killed and he wants to avenge the death of his partner. Okay. And then there's all this like weird infighting and mob mob stuff and mm-hmm. there's a bit of like cool stuff where like other guys are are they actually also other undercover police yeah. officers mm-hmm. or are they not or blah 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 blah. Yeah. Which is um and also there's kind of this weird like as I said, they, they have these more interesting uh unlike american films they have these themes of like honor and loyalty and respect and yeah stuff. and there's also some bits of like a guy's been undercover for so long where do his allegiance act like who yeah is, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. on anymore yeah yeah he's yeah been in it for so long mm-hmm. but overall like the main theme of it was just shooting a lot okay like, <laughs> <laughs> i watched I um, of it. i watched uh john wick over christmas and um mm. and that was just shooting with a handgun for about an hour and a half to two hours and it was mm. i think a- like after a while uh the action scenes lost their uh i think they slowly it, like at the start it was class and it slowly did kind of go down in um and how much i cared or something like that like mm. uh did you did you find that at all or did you did it maintain its suspense like because you really need to care about the characters if they're going to be shooting around for uh, that amount of time you kind of need to actually care about them or else it's just sort of like okay here's another scene i thought it was i thought the difference i don't actually like john wick at all really yeah but i thought this was good because at the start there's like a shootout in a cafe and the cafe for some reason has tons of cages with birds in it so the birds are flying everywhere and that's kind of visually interesting mm. and then there's another like shootout in the hospital which is obviously different yeah different that sounds horrible i don't i don't yeah, like that like babies and stuff <laughs> and then i think they kind of mix it up where there's like always oh, shooting but then there's another one in like a dockyard and there's loads of scramblers and stuff okay so like, they all feel pretty different so okay okay all, okay yeah different and i just think it's it's i, re- I read in the imdb trivia they used ten thousand rounds of blanks jesus film, christ like, but i i think it's different from john wick as well because it's not like I actually watched a, a a a little YouTube documentary. They said in like action films from back then, the camera would be steady and there'd be really cool choreography. Yeah. Whereas nowadays they rely more on quick cuts of angles to make it look like the fighting is really fast. Okay, 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 okay. Whereas this is like kind of stationary cameras and there's just loads of mo- yeah like cameras panning across a room and there's loads of crazy stuff happening. It's just like whoa. This yeah, I was noticing. That I was watching Mission Impossible One and I think he John Wi- John Woo did one of the mission impossibles uh but i was noticing that as well like they kind of you got it, it's kind of enjoyable but it's like the camera's following the action but it's not like these like cuts so you're kind of getting to see the fights yeah. a bit more um especially with yeah. jackie chan movies it's kind of like that as well so it's cool it's For cool sure, yeah um there's one there's one particular shot in this if you're not even going to watch the movie or anyone listening you should just watch it <laughs> it's just it's like one long unending take of them going through a hospital and just like shooting loads of terrorists or whatever <laughs> but then they walk through this they go through this whole floor and then they get in a lift and they go down in the lift to another floor and then walk through the whole other floor but it's just like a handheld camera following them okay. the whole thing. it's so crazy it's like it's such a cinema cinema yeah it's a it's a real it's cinema. A cinema thing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah watch that i don't know you so mk ultra get, film like, for all those uh technical terms yeah it's a real cinema yeah. thing, you know? <laughs> it's a it's a total cinema thing. But yeah, loved it. John Wu, I think, made... Um, he made Face Off. I know that. I didn't see that. Um, Neither did I. Uh, but I know he made it. Yeah, he, I, he is having, I think, and uh, has had a pretty successful Hollywood career after yeah. making big scenes in um, in the Asian market. Uh, H- Hong Kong is a cool place. On, I've never really... Again, I, I hadn't really thought of it more than i've thought of any other city yeah you know i mean and then i watched some stuff about it and emer was telling me a bit about it because she's been there and i oh has she? oh yeah like fucking, yeah 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 seems like a really cool place like it's kind of just like a weird it just seems like a city with so many different cultural yeah things yeah it kind of has the big streets like new york and it's sometimes meet gritty. people from hong kong and they talk to you in english and they talk like they go hello yes i'm from hong kong and you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, no, no. I I went to an international school in Hong Kong, uh, but yes, no. I grew up in Hong Kong, and you're like, oh, 
<laughs> you just said yeah. like you're from London. <laughs> but I think they even have the. I, th- I think they have the London like double decker buses over there. And yeah, stuff yeah, too. yeah. They have all that kind of stuff. It's I think it's just such a cultural like. It seems yeah. so interesting. I'd love to go there. Yeah, yeah, I would too. It seems amazing. Um. Mm. Uh. And uh, okay, so moving from a former uh colony. Uh, no, I'm going. I can't. I can't do the links today. It's Sunday evening. I can't. I have no links inside of me. What are you? Quiet. Horror. Place. I'll tell. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah, tell yeah. you. I'll tell you something. Hong Kong's. It's. It's. It's not a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> it was good because I thought you were gonna like do some sentences to lead up to it, but you actually just said the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with all that shooting going on, that's no quiet place. <laughs> Um, okay, so I watched the thriller slash horror A Quiet Place, uh, starring Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Um, just watched A Quiet Place, a film from a couple of years ago starring Emily Blunt, um, John Krasinski, and then some kid actors. Maybe turn down the volume on it. Um, thanks very much. Uh, it's basically a kind of thriller horror, probably more horror, uh, based in a post-apocalyptic world where the, the, uh, there are these monsters who um, can hunt people by their sound and we're just following a family um, and they're not making any sounds and uh, they all speak to each other in sign language and uh, basically are walking around this world trying to survive without uh, making a single sound or else the monsters will come and uh, and they'll kill them and they're pretty scary monsters I gotta say uh, I thought it was really, really good. The fact that there's no dialogue for a couple of lines um, makes the tension so, so high. So it's an extremely highly strong film. Like, I'd say this was, yeah, one of the most tense viewings I've had. It's a short enough film, but it felt like, you know, it was a maybe, it maybe around for about an hour 35, maybe an hour 39, but it was... Um, it was so full it didn't from the very first second you just have uh, you know a really highly strong film it's like that tense bit of the horror but for the entire film so it was really really uh really intense and you have very vulnerable people in like there's like a pregnant woman in it like you, you sometimes you have that in horror where it's just like really vulnerable people and you're just like oh no leave the pregnant lady alone because <laughs> you know you're just your natural instinct is to you know protect them or whatever but uh yeah just like really scary uh highly strong thriller basically a thriller that's so thriller that it's a horror relentless relentless anna says it was relentless it doesn't give up um anyway very good uh watch and i recommend and there's a quiet place too can't wait to see it i i really like that review the way you're like it's just it was so tense and so (sighs) yeah (laughs) Oh, very uh, intense. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, it was funny how we came to choosing a quiet place. I'll talk about it in a second. But like actually choosing it, I messaged Mark and I said, "Hey, can I get a movie recommendation? I'm looking for something uplifting, and uh, and maybe like a bit energetic." And then Mark sent me uh, Internal Affairs, which is the film he's going to review in a second, and it has subtitles. And it, we were kind of tired, and it was late in the evening, and we were a bit hungover, and we were like. Ah, no subtitles no thanks and we ended up watching a horror which is very much not uplifting and uh, mm. and then it also has it's completely subtitles there's very very little english in it so it's basically <laughs> exactly what the doctor didn't order but uh we ended up yeah. enjoying it anyway um yeah it sounds like you really liked it i did yeah i i felt uh and i don't know you can tell me now what you think of that film but i find that uh in hindsight I was just thinking about the plot and the monsters and just going like, this is really dumb. Like there's a plot holes all over the place with this. Uh, Like those, the way the, the whole concept of like um, monsters that are supersonic hearing, they can hear absolutely everything. Yet if they're in the same room as you, they can't hear you breathe, which is, you know, insane because if I was in the same room as you and I had my eyes closed, I'd be able to hear you breathe. Uh, And they Mm. supposedly have these incredibly acute a sense of hearing but they they uh they can't breathe also just i don't you don't get the backstory with this which i appreciate and i kind of like sometimes you just 
you can ruin a film by giving too much context and too much backstory. Mm. They just mm. throw you in the deep end with, uh, it pos- you know, there's monsters that kill you if they hear you. Bang. That's all you need. And I appreciated that. But I was also just the whole time, I was just like, man, the American army could have just kill- killed these guys. Like, they don't seem that, they don't seem like they're that strong and they could kill yeah. like a whole like you know sophisticated army so i just like it's those true, two elements yeah. like the plot holes did kind of get me but they didn't they didn't ruin the movie um in the actual viewing experience it, it was very very enjoyable it could be set in an alternate universe with no army that's true and i did yeah again see there's you know i didn't think of that i didn't think of that it could be a universe without armies. <laughs> that is, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like they could hear a sneeze from a mile away, but they can't hear you breathing in the in the room. Yeah. So, uh, what what is isn't isn't the 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 creature is basically like a giant ear, isn't it? It's like a weird. Well, no, I I guess. <laughs> I no, because people who haven't seen it are just gonna imagine like a huge ear with legs. Uh, but <laughs> it, it is it is something of a giant ear no it's it's like uh it's like uh, the monster from stranger things it's very 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 similar to the monsters from stranger things the little dog things it's got a horrible kind of it's humanoid in oh, yeah. aspects but it's kind of a big melty thing with its skin on the outside and the inside of it, it's like turned inside out human with like kind of grasshopper legs and uh and then it can kind of open up its head and hear. It can open up its head and hear. It's a horrible, horrible oh, looking yeah. thing. The cochlea, I can see. Um, it, it can open up its face. Yeah, it opens up its face and stuff to hear better. Ooh, nasty but looking. like, but like, it can actually. You can. You probably be getting away with whispering, like going, "Hey, do you think you can see us?" Like he's, there. The the monsters have inconsistent hearing. I feel. Um, mm. But what did you it's think of that? What did you think of that film? I'd I liked interested. it. I thought it was yeah. a good movie. It and is I, good. I have isn't to it? say, normally I'm bad for those kind of plot holes, but I didn't think of those. Is there a bit where someone falls into a big vat full of corn or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there, it, there's a lot of corn, a lot of corn. Yeah. Um, Apparently, that's 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 hazardous in itself, even without monsters. You can fall into those things of corn, you get trapped in there, and you're done for. Really? Okay, because that's yeah. interesting. Because I was looking at it, and I was like, basically, it's it's it a big kind of water tower, but instead of water, it's a it's it's corn. I didn't know that's something they must do um in corn mm. town but uh the kids fall <laughs> into it and they're and they sink immediately underneath it like it's um quicksand yeah. and i was like does yeah. that happen like physically is that what happens if you fall into a big vat of corn didn't know yeah and I'll, didn't s- I'll show you this this what can happen is basically the corn can can go or in a way where there's like a, a there's like a hole in the middle of it okay and so it looks like it's going to be solid but there's actually a hole i don't know what causes it but then if you fall in you can get go down into the hole and then the corn all piles in on top of you oh gotta be a horrible way to go mm. i don't know why but i just remember looking at photos of like there's these diagrams safety diagrams that show okay so if you're ever thinking of diving into a swimming pool full of corn just be careful okay make sure you that film i felt i felt i always felt like bird box was a real ripoff of a quiet place because yeah. it's just the same concept but with a different sense yeah yeah i think that's i think that's very fair uh it's 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 a cool it's a really cool concept i think it really works they have a quiet place too which i i, I am gonna watch but i i can't see mm. how they could possibly with the way they ended this film i can't see how they could possibly bring you know another element to it um i guess it was a popular horror and they're like okay well let's give it another go because they, they obviously love re- rehashing horrors and giving them like a long run through but i can't see what they could possibly do and I, bird box is definitely just a rip off of the whole concept um but it's it's, what, it's what been done before i think like you know th- th- there's different versions of that uh yeah there's th- there's angels in um in doctor who that when you don't look at them they can move but when you look at them they can't move and they that's Same really scary super mario. yeah yeah exactly yeah so super mario obviously is um you know a bit of a you know a, a huge inspiration to people in terms of horror uh, a lot of stuff mm. comes from that bowser is obviously uh <laughs> one of the archetypes a <laughs> icon <laughs> um <laughs> what what a I feel like I just just thinking there like it's funny how like the type the type of scares that you get in a quiet place mm. it's like it's like they like it's it's a familiar thing where you have to be quiet because there's something there mm. and they it's like they just took one kind of uh it's like they just took one tool of the horror movie makers 
from his book of ways yeah, to yeah, scare yeah. people and they're just like let's just take that one yeah. and just that one yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah the thing where they have to be quiet because something's gonna get them let's just make the whole the whole movie, movie. yeah it's a great idea mm. um yeah uh i think that they like they had that great concept and they're like yeah the monsters can get you but i feel like maybe they they could have done a little bit more work on the monsters maybe making them being more of them and that could be the reason because there's only like three monsters or something in the area and they're they're supposedly like uh you know killing everyone i just feel like i don't know if 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 uh if it was really like everybody's fucking dead situation um you'd need more there'd be more monsters or something i don't know yeah, yeah. Well, maybe there is it maybe there maybe there's not many people left yeah you know? yeah it's true it's true um it's um i i, I liked it what, what i love i loved like, it i have to say i i think you can hear from my review i was big fan big fan and anna, yeah, anna too yeah, uh, you heard her uh, coming in on it's the review you did the, the review right away as well music still playing in the background yeah just straight in there i did say that i said i'm gonna do it so that there's the credits rolling because i like that i like it because with with the you know when we do our cinema reviews we sometimes do them in the hotel lobby and stuff like that or we're out and about and it sounds great but i feel like our voice message reviews nowadays are just us in a room and it just kind of it lacks mm. you know that quality so it's nice to do it with the, the the credits rolling that's how i'm going to start doing them from now on credits yeah, rolling i look forward to put the review what, what other senses can we deprive ourselves of and make a film uh so smell. you go smell yeah you can't smell them <laughs> don't smell you smell the monster but smelling is involuntary isn't it like you can't you can close your eyes and not you can't see not smell well you could just put a peg in your nose yeah you're right yeah yeah well, uh, tasting would be bad yeah well the monster if there was a gas that you could taste how do, wait you you how does it work because i'm so hearing the monsters have supersonic hearing so you don't make noise. Does the monster have supersonic smelling? So you can't make... You can't smell. You can't smell of anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can't smell like anything. <laughs> Someone's like, does a fart. And it's like, no! <laughs> Making I coffee. I was thinking about a fart joke for A Quiet Place as well. <laughs> <laughs> the monster goes, whole family gets massacred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Slow mo just <laughs> destroyed. What? What? Uh, what was the pre like in Bird Box? What? What exactly happened? Like I can't remember how it worked. I I'm can't thinking remember. Now about I, the, the, I think I was kind of drunk. The mechanics of. Did you watch Bird Box? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah on netflix years ago yeah with but sandra the bullock and the monsters you if you see, if you see it, it yeah so that's and it was like a big thing online when everyone was like uh god i can't remember it was a big meme online or something like that with with the bird box but yeah it was like if you see the monster it can get you i think that's how it works why can't but like it makes sense in 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 thing because monsters can't see and they'll only know where you are if you make a bit of noise but in, yeah in bird box it must have been very similar to those Mario ghosts. No, yeah. the opposite of the Mario ghosts. Yeah, I don't. I, also, the Mario ghosts. I can't really remember the Mario ghosts. Uh, I like. I. I. I if you look, I appreciated at them, the restaurants. What do they look like? They're big white circles with a little. They're very basic drawing. They're called Boo B O O. Mario go. Oh yeah, wait. No, I just remembered. And they're sleepy. They sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, and no, I remember when that. you look at okay, them, they, okay, go, yeah, 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 they yeah. go transparent, but when you look away, they come and get you. They're sort of on their own. They're actually just chilling, and then they see you, and they come and get you, and they kill you. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know Didn't what? like the ghost levels. I was always freaking out on those. And I don't. I tend to not like horrors, but um, anyone who's listened to the pod for the last 20 years that we've been doing it, I actually don't know how long we've been doing it, but uh, we'll know that I've kind of, since midsummer, I start liking horrors. Yeah. I kind of like them. You, um... You kept calling that a thriller with horror-like elements. Yeah. I don't know why, because it was a horror film. It's it's called a thriller horror. I don't know. what's. I think the division between thriller and horror is very fucking... Like, sometimes people call, like, you know, Mission Impossible a thriller. And then sometimes people call, uh, you know, a very scary, scary movie a thriller as well. So I don't know what the dividing line is with thrillers. Something that's thrilling... I kind of just have it in my head that a, a horror just has supernatural stuff in it and a thriller doesn't. Okay. That seems to be a pretty good... Yeah. Do you know what I watched the other day, actually, which I'm not going to review, but I watched a film called Night of the Hunter, which is a very famous one. No, don't... Got Robert Mitchum in it. No, don't know. 
Don't, oh, no. Nope. It was really good, but it was basically about this preacher who comes to a town and he uh, he's kind of like a, a con man and he, he, he goes around America finding widows to um, marry and then get their money. Okay. And then he goes off to the next town. And he's a creature or is he a... A preacher. Oh, I thought you said a creature. And I was like, no, why are they marrying the creatures? <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was interesting. I was saying to Emer because like, it was kind of a horror movie because he he gets quite aggressive and he's kind of scary and he does a lot of sneaking around yeah and i was like it's funny how nowadays it would seem so mild if you just had like a a, a, a con man kind of trying to yeah. con ladies out of their money but back then you could tell that from the way it was shot in the yeah. music that it was like he was pretty scary the, pretty scary uh misery you know that film misery yeah that that i would think of that as a horror film that's a horror but people, I, I guess that's like thriller maybe, but like that's fucking scared the shit out of me. I watched that Halloween in Karen Feeney's house when I was like 10 years old. Scared the shit out of me. In a dark honest, room. The only things I can remember about that film are him smoking a Lucky Strike cigarette. Yeah. And breaking, her smashing his breaking ankle his with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> such a good scene. Well, it's a memorable scene. Like she just cracks his legs with that. It puts a bit of block of wood. Very good movie. Might rewatch it. Um, and yeah, and I actually oh, totally will rewatch that. Is that, that the sound time up on this movie? We've reached our official time yeah, limit yeah, on talking about one movie. <laughs> okay, we'll move on next to the next film. film. Um, so you we go. Need to, we need to. Th- that's enough. That's enough internal affairs discussion. <laughs> mm, no, no it's relatives of anyway, The next film I watched was Internal Affairs, and I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm just going to repeat it in the review. So here we go. So I've been on a bit of a Hong Kong films buzz recently. Um, and I just watched a film called Internal Affairs, which I've heard is good. Um, it was on Netflix conveniently. And yeah, I thought it was really good. It was based on kind of two um, like side by side characters. One is a cop who's undercover in a gang and he's you know, doing all undercover day-to-day gang shit. And then the other is a policeman who is like a mole for a gang, the same gang in a police station. And it's like these two characters and how they kind of sometimes cross paths and, and you know, the, the undercover policeman is aware there's a mole in the police and the policeman's aware that there's like a rat or a mole in the gang and blah, blah. It's how they interact. And I thought it was fucking great. And I was like, holy shit. And um, it really, uh, it really kind of got me. Um, like sometimes films, you think they're going to end, and then like the screen will go black, and you're like, okay, it's over, and then it, it comes back on again. And I would say ninety percent of the time, when the, it comes back on again, I'm like, oh fuck, you know, because like when you think it's going to end, and then it doesn't, you're kind of like, ah. You know, I, th- I kind of wanted it to end there. And this happened to me multiple times, but each time I was like, oh, what? There's more. There's more got to happen. And then it kept ending on these like really fucking like kind of twists or not so much twists, but like crazy bits. And then it go black and I'd be like, fuck, that was wild. And then it would come on again. And every time it never disappointed, you know, you'd like they'd have another little scene afterwards. And I'd be like, holy shit, even more fucking crazy shit happened there. But uh, the thing about it is... Uh, if the whole film sounds pretty familiar and have described it, it's because it's actually just The Departed. And I didn't realize that um, <laughs> until Emer described it. like every scene. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what happens in The Departed. And it turns out that The Departed is just a remake of this movie. Isn't that crazy? Like, it won, I feel like that's kind of something a bit cheating. Like, it won an Academy Award for Best Film. I think that could be made up. But I'm pretty sure it won an Academy Award for Best Film. And it's just a remake of this movie. And Emer said, like, all like all those scenes I was just talking about where this such and such a thing would happen. And then I was like, whoa, fuck. And Emer's like, yeah, this happens in The Departed. And I was like, fuck, yeah. And it's just Brad Pitt's production company just licensed the rights for it. And there you go. And then the Academy are like, oh, ho, ho, best movie. Like, hello. It's funny. I read uh, an interview with the main actor from Internal Affairs. And he said that he thinks The Departed is quite good, but it's 
it's not as good and you gave it eight out of ten which i <laughs> thought was funny <laughs> like that's a pretty strong rating which just means without saying so he thinks his film is at least a nine or a ten uh, but yeah i'd really recommend it especially i'd say it'd be even better if you can't recommend or remember what happened in the departed because it would have a lot more of a bang then like i'd say i could probably never watch this again because the only real there's no action in it or anything it was just the twists that really keep you going but it was a good one yeah did you know that the part was a remake of a film i did i did know that and um i oh. think to be fair to uh the departed or the academy or whatever it was directed by martin scorsese um so. and it was and it was really good <laughs> <laughs> dude i still think it's a bit of a cheat like the, i mean the original wasn't even made that long ago. It was made in 2002. Yeah. When was The Departed made? Like 2005 or something? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, it also fits well with kind of like he, it fits it nicely into sort of the Irish-American mafia mobster kind of thing in Boston. So it's, it's set in Boston, right? The Departed. So I don't know. I thought it was mm. really good and it fit really well. And like, I mean, I guess you're like for a moment there it was kind of like you were like saying like they shouldn't be allowed to remake films you're like is that not cheating but i think you're i think you remake films is okay it, it is a bit funny that it's i mean it's basically a film in a, a different language and uh and like we're like oh well that won't like people won't watch that in america or whatever and like it was made yeah. i mean the departed was made what like a couple of years after like it kind i of just looked up yeah inter so Internal Affairs, the Hong Kong one, was made in 2002, and The Departed was made in 2006. Like, come on. Yeah. He must have... That's w- only four like, years. I'd say Scorsese watched it in the cinema, walked out, and like was like, guys, let's just make that. And he got his first That's ever crap. best director. First ever best director. Um, like, I, I'd that. say he didn't... He didn't based, on, based on what... And I've actually get done the YouTube side-by-side comparison. Yeah. Um, all he did really was just remake the movie pretty much exactly but with american actors and made it in english yeah like i think that's crap that is a bit weird he didn't add anything to it or make it different he just made it in english with americans do you know what michael haneke did um he made funny games and then he uh and then he reshot the entire film it's a funny games is in german and he reshot the film shot for shot like not even you know, like it looks similar, like frame per frame, the exact same. But uh, but he had uh, English actors or American actors do it. So set an American yeah. thing, which is really crazy because I've never seen that done before where it's actually just copying the film, but just changing the language. And uh, yeah. and also done by the exact same director. I'm like, would that not been a f- bit fucking boring? Uh <laughs> But, uh, uh, I guess, but, I guess but he, then it gets a bigger get market, you know, and I, I can't really argue that for Scorsese because it's not like he's like the person who made the original film. But maybe he just saw the story, mm. thought it was really good, and um, and it would fit really well with kind of like a Boston Irish vibe to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know, I'm I'm kind of just taking a stance on something I don't really care about to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> the, <No>. the, <laughs> but is the, so so the original is good. It's very good very good i really liked it it's a great idea it's a great idea as i said i don't know if the depart i don't know if i didn't because i've seen the departed but i watched it when i was like 13 okay i could barely remember it okay so none of this was really uh everything all the twists in it were a surprise to me so i don't know if you went back and watched it now if you had more familiarity with the departed would you be like that was great or Mm -hmm. would you be like this is the same movie um there is one thing which I thought was interesting where there's like there's one bit in in both movies where basically someone who was of I think like a guy's boss or something gets killed someone a policeman is gets sees his boss get okay, killed okay 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 and they did a side by side and in one in the in the Hong Kong one like the boss dies and the the, the okay guy is like no and then he starts showing all these dramatic like flashbacks of his whole career and them interacting and all of the times that they were together mm-hmm. and it's this real dramatic thing and then the american one is just like really bloody and really like, <laughs> action he's going like fuck it's like so intense it's like the approach is so different for the same scene yeah 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 
interesting to see the side by sides. But I'd recommend watching it if you like The Departed. It's I love The Departed. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, well, I can't really remember again. I haven't watched it in years, but I remember thinking, oh, that's good. Uh, I liked um, Jack <laughs> Nicholas in it. I love the opening scene when he's doing a big speech and he's like, he's like, within four years, we had the presidency. There's a good line and then it's like, you know, I don't know if he has a good line where he says that. The Irish came over to America. We figured it out real quick. Within a few years, we had the presidency. And then it's like, uh, what's his name? JFK. And, he's like, and you're like, yeah, we did it, man. We fucking did it. We got the presidency. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's good. I, I do remember, I do remember Jack Nicholson in it. Yeah, I remember liking his character, but yeah. I was thirteen then, so I was probably like, "He's exactly, cool." Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's cool. Um, <laughs> but good, you know, it's a good movie. I'd say watch it. And it was, uh, I liked that it wasn't, it wasn't so actiony. It was more like thoughtful. You got to You had to kind of think about. Okay. It and be like, ooh, what's going on here? Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. One of those movies. It's nice. Yeah. These the gangsters. They're. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Your links have just become you just saying the next film. They're not links. <laughs> well, that film... They are a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That film was a real hot fuzz. It was a real hot fuzz. <laughs> Moving on, hot fuzz. <laughs> that guy, he's the Lord of the Rings. Now we're going to review the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really count no. as, a, as a link if you just say the film. <laughs> but anyway, we are going to move on to um, A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is a film I watched uh, last week. And um, this is what I thought. Hey, I watched The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen um, with Sean Connery, which is, I don't know, I think it must be like 20 years old now, the film. Um, it's basically... I think everyone would know the film, but it's basically all these kind of Victorian, um, not superheroes, but kind of uh, romantic characters, like uh, Extraordinary Gentlemen, I suppose. Basically, like Dorian Gray is in it. Um, uh, you have, uh, what's his name? Nemo from A Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. You have a few, uh, you have like a vampire. You have, uh, I think, you have like someone who's able to like, oh, what's his name? Um Jekyll and Hyde, you have all these different kind of Victorian characters and uh, they're joined together to try stop this mysterious guy who's trying to, I don't know, cause war and then he can sell weapons. I think that's the whole point of it. Um, I remember watching this as a kid. This is the rewatch because I watched it as a kid and uh, and I remember even as a kid going like, this is a bit dumb, but enjoying it nonetheless because it's kind of like cool action and stuff like that. Um, now, with the um, passing of 20 years, it's it's truly uh, become quite a poor film to watch uh, for me. <laughs> it was very boring and very kind of um, dumb and it looked quite shit. The, uh, you know, the CGI and everything is really bad and all the like action scenes are really stupid and the plot's a bit stupid and... Um, yeah, Sean Connery's character, who's this sort of old uh, guy who's sort of a hero, a British hero of kind of a colonial he era hero. Uh, he's just like a bit of a prick and uh, and you don't like him. And when your central main character is kind of just a dickhead, uh, it makes like really dumb sexist jokes, which just aren't like like there's a woman and he's like, oh, women can't do anything. That's we can't have a woman in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, fucking hell, man. Like this wasn't that old. This wasn't that long ago. Like we don't need to hear that. It's just stupid. Um, and yeah, the plot was dumb and the whole film was dumb. I, I, I don't know why I fucking watched it in the first place. But anyway, there you go. But why, why would, I didn't think anyone would ever think, you know what I'm going to watch? I know, yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary gentleman. God, I have no idea why, I, why did I watch that? It's, I loved you, you just kept going like, the, the, it looks quite shit, and the plot is bad, <laughs> and the main character is a prick. <laughs> Every part of it was bad. Yeah. Isn't there, this Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde is in it. Jekyll and Hyde, Dorian and Gray, uh, uh, I don't know, the 
main guy. Tom Sawyer. Why is Tom Sawyer in it? Oh, that's who that guy. There's some uh, bravissimo American character who's really just like the cool American. He's like the young, hot guy and just really kind of bland, uh, strong-hearted American kid who's, you know, he's a rookie and he's learning from the older guy. And it was just, oh, he was dumb as well. Uh, and he ha- he was um, dressed, he had like really weird uh, dress character. Uh, his his sort of costume was really weird and that he just had like a shirt and trousers and then um, braces that were just really thick braces that were just constantly hanging around his sides. So he just like had these hanging braces, you know, like uh, someone comes home from work and they take off their braces and they just let them hang yeah. by their side. He just had that the entire movie. And it's just like, so dumb. It was just such a like oh this will look cool but also just makes mm. no sense whatsoever and like they'd be constantly getting caught in doors handles and stuff like that be so annoying <laughs> so uh i don't know it's just like really I dumb i see uh i see um ishmael from moby dick is in it ishmael call me ishmael who is he in it yeah apparently uh, this came out in 2003 yeah god those i remember seeing this in the cinema and again like what age would I have been in 2003? Not old. Yeah. And uh, I remember like using my fucking whatever 10 euro or 20 euro to go cinema. And mm. even at that age, I was like, whoa, this is not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. Uh, like, why the hell did I um, decide to watch it? I don't know. I don't know what madness got into my head. That I thought, I think I thought it would be easy viewing. I thought it would be something that I could just stick on and... Um, and just turn off my brain and uh it wasn't at all and i was like oh it's kind of like victorian and cool i like sherlock holmes and i was like maybe it's something like that but it was just dumb it was really stupid it was very bad cgi um um but (laughs) it wasn't even fun to like go this is shit fun like it was just shit Mm. do they do they travel around in a giant boat yeah uh, so nemo uh who's like the thousand leagues from uh, from under the sea guy uh he just like has transport his whole thing is just like transport so he can just like they have like a car and like a motor car and he has this ridiculous looking submarine it's called the sea sword i think and it's just extremely thin um and it's vast it looks like it's two kilometers long or something um a two a two kilometer long boat called the sword of the sea yeah it's it's completely ridiculous uh it it doesn't look like it physically makes any sense um i don't understand <laughs> it it's just a dumb a dumb dumb thing uh <laughs> a lot of it just seems like it's um like a teenager thinking cool ideas but just the cool ideas bit not really going any deeper and going like well actually no that wouldn't really work and that also wouldn't work it's just lots of like kind of dumb ideas thrown at a script so uh mm. i mean i don't think anyone will watch this film and I don't think anyone has any desire, like, oh, a forgotten classic, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But like, if you are so inclined, don't, don't do it. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary. I'm just gonna look it up on Rotten Tomatoes now and see. Oh God, I what? It ain't good. Ninety-one percent. This. Oh my God. No, it's not. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm. It I, is. Fake news. League of. Ex- oh no, this is a different film. Yeah, I'm sorry. It can't be. Oh man, the the film. 17. Oh, wow. <laughs> the film I'm here. looking at a review of is actually a documentary about professional bowling, which has got <laughs> 91%, so I might actually watch this. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm looking at it now on Rotten Tomatoes. It has 17%, which sounds a bit more oh, accurate. Oh, wow. Um, and then uh, IMDb 5.8, which is low on IMDb. And then I feel like every film on IMDb is just 6.9. It's very rare that you go to IMDb and the film isn't <laughs> 6.9. But uh, yeah, 5.8. <laughs> and then Metacritic, which I I think is just all the critic scores kind of blended together, is uh, is 30%. So it's a, it's a not a popular film. What what would be your go to if you were to look up reviews of films? Would you have any go to sites or would you just kind of look at reviewers? Uh, no, I I tend to look at audience score more than I look at critic score. Um, I, Odd Rotten I, Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I go usually IMDb. I think that's the kind of grand, um, you know, mean average of everyone's 
you kind of get a good view of whether people liked it or not there. Uh, but then, I don't know, I find recently when you have a forum of uh, reviews which is open to the public and mm. and then like the film trends maybe in a negative or a positive way online, you end up going and seeing these ridiculous, like you see these ridiculously augmented uh, scores online because it trends. Sometimes when, when everyone's just like, oh, this movie's fucking class, this movie's fucking class. And then everyone goes and reviews it in massive numbers and they give it tens out of tens or whatever. It kind of changes what the actual score of the film, you know, should be. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Something like Tenet probably like has an insanely low, even though Tenet was garbage, it probably is like a lot lower than it, than it should be. I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing because everyone was online, which is going like this movie's fucking shite. <laughs> I thought people like, did people not like Tenet? No, uh, Tenet oh, was 70%. Like, Tenet was I actually think that's fine. Uh, 7.4 on imdb okay yep. yeah no that sounds actually that's okay so my theory is dush <laughs> Absolute dush. <laughs> absolutely spot on <laughs> <laughs> oh rte gave it five out of ten go rte don't don't be don't feel like you have to you know that's say what it you think. yeah yeah go on rte alan core on rte say what you think <laughs> not that's not good. going with the masses uh it was so fucking confusing it was it was it was ridiculous but then I think we both were like kind of slightly entertained, you know. Um, yeah. What was the what where did you watch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Uh in my house where I watch all my movies. I was just thinking I was just thinking I had a funny no, like, what, idea what there. What platform did you uh, use? Uh, oh, I watch I watch uh I watched it. Oh, I don't know. Like what are you going to out me as like a fucking a torrent? No, <laughs> I know, but like it wasn't like it wasn't like a Netflix find, you know. It was No, no. It was it was like I had to go out of search. my way to find it. Yeah. I have no idea why. <laughs> you know, me and Anna, you know what it's like trying to pick a movie with someone. Sometimes it can go on for hours, and I think we both saw League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and were just like, "Fine. Yeah. Go for it." It was the first film that we were both kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. I kind of have no feelings about it. <laughs> I kind of maybe was interested to see if it was go any good. Um, mm. And yeah, no, it wasn't. But I was, I was just had a funny thought there of like, you know, not really liking Tenet, but then me rewatching Tenet in 20 years and having the exact same experience that I had with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Just be like, that film is <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, the main character was a prick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like well, CGI i'll watch it in terrible. 20 years and see what i think <laughs> i do it's it's interesting to think now like films like tennis where i thought the special effects were you know one thing you couldn't disagree with was yeah. the special effects were very good mm. i wonder are we just do we just think they're good now yeah and then in 20 years we'll be like this looks rubbish yeah like it's, yeah, it's yeah. weird to think that isn't it yeah it is weird or to have think we that. reached peak special effects I don't, I don't, I don't think we have. No, I definitely don't think we have. Um, I was just, and we probably should talk about the Shrek review. Uh, it's been 20 years of Shrek. And uh, obviously what? you didn't hear about this. No. A review of Shrek went viral uh, last week because Shrek was 20 years uh, since Shrek. And The Guardian mm. wrote a scathing review of it. Okay. Said Shrek, I, I don't know if you've pulled up the headline there. But uh, <laughs> what is the headline? An unfunny and overrated <laughs> low. An Shrek at 20, an unfunny and overrated low for blockbuster animation. Yeah. So the guy was basically going on, going after Shrek. And, uh, and nearly everyone on the internet disagreed with him. Uh, I think if you read the review, it's actually the things that he picks up on uh, are so dumb. Uh, so it's like it's like really dumbly written like he says he's giving out saying the movie's terrible and then he starts giving his reasons and he just says uh, the toilet you know Shrek flushes his toilet he flushes his toilet in the outhouse and he's like how does Shrek have a sophisticated plumbing system and I was like oh, oh, like it's, what it's do you mean fairy it's tale a fucking movie. fairy tale movie like just take a fucking chill pill uh, I also just think the the, the the idea of giving a se a serious and giving a negative review to Shrek yeah. in twenty twenty one is yeah. like what are you do what are I you know. doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why yeah. are you reviewing this? Yeah, but he but one of his reasons though about Shrek was that it doesn't look good, um, 
I think Shrek probably looked good at the time. I, I thought it did. When mm. I remember watching it. And now it obviously doesn't. And what do you do? Like, you know, uh, like it, it doesn't look good anymore because animation has adapted so much and gotten so much better. Do we change those movies yeah. to make them look good more again? Or like, do we just... Well, it's interesting now they're doing that with a lot of video games. I wonder if they'll ever do that with animated films. Yeah. Like, I'm very, very much like a franchise video game called Resident Evil, mm-hmm. which is like a zombie thing. Yeah. And uh, they've recently remade the first, second, third, and they're remaking the fourth one of those. And it's basically the same game, just with like modern day graphics. Okay. And like a bit of modern day, I guess, like physics and mechanics and stuff. Yeah. Which is a pretty handy way for the games industry. It's kind of like making sequels or something like, or making remakes for movies. Yeah. You just get to make the same game with better graphics. Better graphics and I buy it. I like it. I feel like I there's no harm. Like watching Lord of the Rings and Gollum could do with a touch up. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I feel bad about that. Like uh, maybe a purist would say it should be watched in its original form, but... I don't know, like, could you not, if you, I don't know, they can do that shit now, but um, if they could just give, like, if they could just give Shrek a little bit of a touch-up, like, I'd appreciate it, like, clean them up a bit. I mean, I think replacing old CGI with new CGI, I wouldn't be as opposed to as replacing stuff that wasn't CGI in the first place with CGI. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, they did that with Star Wars, didn't they? The, yeah, and E.T., they made a version of E.T. where E.T. is like CGI for the whole movie. Oh, and God. It was fucking so bad. <laughs> That's I hate sacrilegious it. In, in your He looks your horrible. <laughs> yeah, like puppety stuff is nice because it's puppets. But, yeah. the, but then, I don't know, it's interesting that you say that. I wonder, because like Andy Serkis' performance. Mm, and yeah. I yeah. guess like they just have to make sure that Gollum didn't look different at all. Yeah. You know, people yeah. would probably be like. It's true. I have to say when I. I watched when I watched Lord of the Rings one for the second time. Do you remember I watched it over like five installments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I lived in Paris, when we lived in Paris, um, mm. I thought some of the special effects were a little bit ropey. A little bit ropey. I re yeah. well, I mean, I'm re- I rewatched uh, Two Towers there recently, extended edition, and um, I was scared because there's a lot of Gollum in that. I was scared that it would look shit, and I actually thought it looked really good. I don't know. I mean. It's it's hard. Like if you, I, I imagine if you go from watching something modern and seeing all that, all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you would probably then if then if you watched Lord of the Rings, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, this doesn't look the best. But I hadn't watched much CGI films. I try not watch them anymore. I I just with things that are really heavily CGI laden, like the, all the Marvel things. I just fucking they just bore me so much. They just become. Mm. It's just I feel like I'm just looking at loads of pixels or something or like like binary code or something like it just feels really computer do you know uh, i was thinking now a, th- a thought a thought i had that i've subjected many people to and if i've already said this on this before yeah stop me but i think it's interesting to think about like you know like deep fakes and stuff mm. and like the way they can put someone's face in someone else's face you ever seen yeah. any of those and they look yeah, so yeah, realistic yeah. they're terrifying yeah it's, that makes me think like because that's it's still pretty early days of that technology like mm. I wonder if in like 10 years time like video footage in court won't be won't be enough because they'll be like oh you could just fake this with your phone like you could just fake this so easy well no that there's well uh there is a i think a a young man from cork who maybe won maybe didn't win the nobel prize maybe he did i can't remember won massive uh, international awards for uh creating um software that can detect deep fakes so i think as the rise of deep fakes happens uh the rise for detecting them also happens so there are ways of telling if a video is real or not real just by looking at the you know the actual data of it by looking at you know when you click mm. properties on the on a, when you like right click an image and yeah, you get advanced. properties yeah when you go and, and get you click info advanced, advanced you could see you know, just by looking at the data of when it was made and all that kind of stuff and cross-reference and figure out. But also, I think by looking at it, you can use technology to to see that something is actually fake by looking at it frame by frame or something like that. I mean, now we can, but who knows? Like, down the line. Or it's, it's yeah. also even scary. Like, yeah, I guess if you're a fucking digital forensic specialist mm. or whatever, you can probably do that. But it's scary to think that just you could just be having all kinds of yeah. very, very convincing fake stuff just mm. flying around mm. on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Very there's, convincing. There's a, uh, a TikTok 
um, account which is just deep fake Tom Cruise and if anyone has a bit of time I've seen it yeah. I recommend uh, going to look at it it's the creepiest thing ever it's it, that is th- that's the deep fake that makes me go fuck man we are fucked you know like propaganda is going <laughs> to become so intense uh, they can literally yeah. just make anyone say anything <laughs> yeah scary times scary times anyway here it's mm-hmm. uh it's late enough now here yeah. well it's 30 oh do you know what actually quick yeah. thing my boss texted me earlier and i have to be i have to be up early i have to meet him at half eight but mm-hmm. uh he's like do you want to get a vaccine tomorrow and i was like yep and he's like cool let's do it what berlin has become really weird with vaccines and loads of my friends have vaccines but what? the way you get them is all it's all like psh, 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 it's all like that's it word of really that doesn't word sound very of german stuff. does it no it's not like like dan got one because one of our neighbors was like hey one of my friends is a doctor he said if you come by tomorrow he'll give you a vaccine what and so many people so many people i know in berlin oh got their vaccines God. like that yeah it's crazy and near so now now you're getting it you're getting the golden handshake i, I, I might be he, well he's trying a weird he's trying a, a an unorthodox method to get the vaccine but i'll report back next time but yeah loads of my friends got them just by like I know a what? guy who knows a guy, or if you text this number, or if you that go to this place like at a That sounds like how time. it should be happening over here, not over there. That should be, that sounds like the way mm. Irish people would be doing it. Mm. All whispers and... Yeah, yeah whispers and backhands anyway, so and next, 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 next time I chat to you, I could be uh, fully vaxxed, so... Okay. That'd be good, won't it? And so then you'll be like 5G central. The quality of the call will just be amazing. I won't have to use it. I can just speak directly to you and it'll be recorded. <laughs> well, I'll have to get my microchip implant. I mean, vaccine uh, as well. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah. Well, that was a, right. good, a good show, I think. Good show. I think bad. so. Not bad. And, uh, and, and thanks so much. Follow us on all the fucking socials and all that kind of stuff. At um, MK Ultrafilm. Nice having you back. Nice, nice to see you again, Killian. Yeah. And nice seeing you too, Mark. Nice to have... Yeah. Have you everyone listening to us and all that <laughs> <laughs> all right bye bye okay. bye cheers bye cheers